0: Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insight Series. I am your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today, it is my distinct pleasure to have Anna Perez, who is Vice President of Marketing of Health and Benefits for Aon Hewitt. So Anna, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
0: You bet. So we were just uh, talking about all the change that's been happening at Aon. When we think about change, though, as marketing executives, what is one of the biggest things that you've seen change over the last few years?
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest change, and it's transformational really, is is really about the purpose of marketing and the role that marketing plays within uh, the organization. So I know at Aon, we've been on this journey to move from more of the traditional marketing communications function to more of a revenue growth driving function and really trying to change the way our business partners uh, see us and the role that we play within the organization from being about, you know, pretty brochures and and sales presentations and more about integrated campaigns. How do we, you know, build the funnel? How do we accelerate sales? How do we support the sales teams? How do we help bring insights to our business about our customers and what's important to them? Uh, So really being a, a key part of our growth strategy as opposed to being a very tactical function within the organization
0: and so how is that changing how you're viewing marketing is it are you running it more like a business now
1: absolutely i think i like to think of um you know three critical things that we're focused on to help us be viewed more strategically and more as a as a business function one is changing our mindset to have more of a pnl mindset so making sure that we on the marketing team understand the numbers behind our business how we how we make money how do you know what what's the operations behind the organization so we can speak that language with our business partners is critical uh, the other one is making sure that we are a hub of information and insights uh, about our customers so that we can use that not only to help our sales team but also our, our product development team in terms of thinking about what's next and what we should be um, bringing to the forefront in terms of our product portfolio is another and then the third is really how do we build our Credibility um, within our organization with our business leaders. And again, that kind of sits at the middle of, of, of those two things, the PL mindset and the and, and the customer insights, by making sure we're showing up and speaking the language of the business um, and, and partnering um, across functions. So instead of just worrying about what we're doing over here in marketing and how much we're investing in typical marketing programming, thinking about What do we as a business need to be focused on? And that may mean that we're gonna cut down our marketing spend one year because we we feel like the best path to growth is to hire more salespeople. So it's really being a partner to the business as opposed to a standalone function.
0: So within that lens then, are what you're being measured on now, has it it changed? And what what, what kind of outcomes are you being held responsible for? And then in turn, what are you holding your team accountable for?
1: Absolutely, it has definitely changed. And, And the interesting thing is, For us, we're really driving the change. So I think we're somewhat fortunate in that it's not necessarily coming from the organization, although there's certainly that pressure, but it's really driven from within the marketing organization where we want to be the ones to be held more accountable within our business and, and, and be seen more strategically as a business partner. So we're the ones really pushing the organization from, let's stop worrying about, you know, how many people we had in an event or how many downloads we had of a certain uh, piece of thought leadership. And let's think about how many, uh, marketing qualified leads we're generating through our programming how many what's the percentage of leads that's converting to opportunities and then ultimately closing what's the value where are the areas where we're seeing the greatest impact from our marketing programs versus where i think we used to be a little bit more focused on views or engagement let's really let's really think about how we're actually driving impact to the bottom line
0: so is that um changing the type of people that you hire? I mean, are you hiring the same types of people as before but just training them differently or are you looking for a new set of skill sets?
1: i think it's a little bit of both so you know we have you know and hewitt has been around for a long time and so we have people who have been with the organization and bring a lot of great historical knowledge and so we're leveraging that expertise but helping people specialize a little bit more so i think historically we had a lot of generalists who were trying to run the gamut of marketing programs doing everything from events to online right and and, and not really being specialized in any of those one areas. And so we're, we're trying to help them evolve um, to the model we're trying to get to while also creating positions that are more specialized in hiring um, outside uh, talent that understands this idea of lead gen, demand creation, uh, revenue uh, marketing. And so it's, it's, it's a combination of the two.
0: Have you changed how you've organized your teams? Are they... Um in the existing segments that were before, or have you created any type of new groupings to get better optimization?
1: We've had a lot of change. So when I first started at Aon close to five years ago, as I said, we really had generalists. So we had a marketing team, um, but it was you know, really not distinguished in terms of the different roles that people played. And it was very much focused on kind of catching things that were coming over the fence and more, uh, thinking about design and look and feel and brand more than really thinking about solution marketing, digital marketing, um, you know, demand generation. And so what we've done, the first thing we did was really focus on creating solution marketing. So, uh, you know, five, six years ago, we didn't have people that were really connected to one particular solution line or business unit um, and therefore really got in deep, understood that market, understood the customers within that segment, understood the competitive landscape in that area. And so we started to really create solution marketers who were really working side by side with the product leader with the sales leader for a specific business unit to to really drive that deep subject matter expertise and create more of a marketing strategy so that was kind of the first area of focus and then once that really started to get up and running, Um, then we started to surround those folks with people who didn't necessarily need to be subject matter experts within the category that they were um, supporting, but more functional experts. So we started to build out our digital marketing team and our demand creation team and our marketing operations people. So these aren't people who need to understand, for example, the health and benefits industry deeply. but. They know how to run really good campaigns or they know how to, you know, make sure that our email uh, email campaigns are, are optimized and, and our website is optimized. So those were more functional experts. And it's interesting because we find ourselves having conversations with business leaders where they they want to kind of make a trade off and we're constantly having to help them understand it. It really can't be an either, or you need both. You need product marketers, but you need those, you know, support functions behind them, marketing operations, creative, digital, and it, really you can't trade off between the two.
0: Very comprehensive. So yeah. uh, from a technology standpoint, you know, there's been so much movement in more tech over the last few years. What, what's your take at Aon Hewitt? Do you have everything that you need? Not enough
1: too much? You know, I think we have we have a lot of great tools. Uh, I those tools were not implemented necessarily from a marketer's perspective. So we're now going back, and and obviously we're we're trying to find the right balance between optimizing the tools that we have today, and there's still a lot we can do today. So you know, we have marketing automation tools. We have our our, our CRM system. But those weren't implemented to their maximum, you know, ability in terms of what we can do with them. And so, in some, I was talking to somebody the other day, and in some instances, we we have a Cadillac, and we're, you know, we're riding it like a bike, right? So we're trying to go back and say, how do we take advantage of some of the functionality that we already have before we think about you know, implementing new tools and investing in new tools, but at the same time understanding that there may be gaps in tools that we need to go back and fill. So one example is from a budgeting standpoint, you know, we're still managing our marketing budgets on spreadsheets, right? And so we, we went back and we said, okay, this is probably an area where we really need to think about investing in new tools that can connect to our CRM, that can connect to our marketing automation tool, so we can get a really good view into where we're spending our marketing dollars and what the ROI on those dollars are so that again, it all comes back to being able to have more strategic conversations with our business partners about what they're getting for their marketing investment.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So um, tell me a little bit about your approach to the customer lifecycle and marketing. How much of your team is focused on uh, early stage acquisition and uh, versus, you know, ongoing loyalty, cross-sell, up-sell advocacy?
1: Mm. So I would say today from a Purely just from a marketing perspective, um, my team, we are much more focused on the acquisition of customers, uh, and we have not yet gotten to a a place where we're doing a lot around ongoing customer engagement and loyalty, and that's certainly one of our goals for the future. Um, But we've really been focused on how do we help um, partner with the sales team to build that pipeline, accelerate that pipeline, and close those deals. Okay. Um, and then kind of that next phase is where we really wanna go about how do we make sure, because as we all know, you know, customer engagement, customer loyalty is so critical, and it's a lot easier to keep a customer than it is to, to get a new one. And so thinking about how can we do more around that ongoing customer engagement there's pockets where we do um certain things we've got a lot of work that we do with our clients in specific areas where we have client panels and we're constantly bringing our customers together several times a year to think about what could we do better where are areas that we you know should invest in from a product standpoint so we do a little bit there but certainly a lot of opportunity to do more
0: Uh, um, It sounds like you're definitely already heading down the right path from a from a process Perspective. What are some of the things that you've been working on strategically to drive better optimization and scale change?
1: One of the things I'm most excited about that we're in the middle of is, um, you know, a lot of the work that we've done historically has been kind of at the request of a, of a sales leader, the request of a product leader and been really either focused on our product or on a specific challenge that they're facing. Um, feeling with a specific client in that that particular deal. Um, But one of the things we really wanted to do, and it goes back to that second pillar about being really a hub of customer insight, is we wanted to make sure that we, as strategic marketing partners, were really uh, in tune with what our customers holistically were telling us, and where there might be differences uh, in segmentation that maybe didn't align with the way our business was segmented. So we took some time at the end of last year and went and conducted customer interviews, created customer personas. We learned that in fact, maybe the way that our sales team and our business organization had historically segmented customers was not actually the way customers was not actually aligning with the way customers segmented themselves so that was a key insight for us that then is helping us now do some work around mapping the customer journey understanding what are the questions and the challenges that these customers are facing at different points in the in the cycle and how do we facilitate movement and understanding and engagement at each phase and so Whereas we've been doing a lot of work around value propositions for specific solutions and sales tools, trying to think about how do we move a little bit further upstream and help clients who maybe don't even necessarily think they have a problem relative to the solutions that we provide and providing that insight that helps them say, wow, this isn't maybe something I've thought about in the past and and a conversation I need to engage in. And again, we then get to come in and be a partner in helping our customers Think about what different paths they might want to take before we start talking about the bells and whistles of our specific solution.
0: I love that. That's great. So uh, uh, you've gone through so much change, still going through so much change. What would be your advice to your fellow marketing executive on how they begin to manage the transformation?
1: You know, I think you... Need to build credibility uh, with your business partners and your sales leaders first and foremost. And I think the key to doing that again, it goes back to making sure you understand the customer. So you know nobody's going to argue with customer insight, and and it's not one specific anecdotal conversation. But as much as you can get out in the field, as much as you can talk firsthand with clients and get some of those insights to fuel some of the the decisions you're trying to make or the the changes that you're trying to implement that's key and i would say again it goes back to having that pnl mindset so make sure you're partnering with people on the finance team on the sales team on the operations team to understand what are those key performance measures that your business leaders are concerned about i think as marketers sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot because we speak in terms that people either don't understand or they don't care about so you know if you're going to have a conversation with a ceo and you're going to talk about how many downloads of a specific white paper your CEO is not going to care about that. <laughs> They're going to care about what. how is that ultimately driving my bottom line. And so we're doing a lot of work right now to try and map all of the things that we do in marketing back to the impact they have in the terms that the, the executives care about. And it just changes the conversation and how you show up within that conversation when you can talk about business growth, pipeline acceleration, et cetera, as opposed to downloads, views, reach of advertisement, you know, brand awareness at the end of the day, you know, those aren't, those aren't the metrics that our business leaders are focused on.
0: That's great. Anna, thank you so much for your insights today. As always, uh, it's a delight to speak with you and uh, looking forward to having you on the show again. So thank you.
1: Thanks for having me. It's been great.
0: You bet.